millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. the Tilton Talk Show with us this evening. We have Paul Hipkiss. Good evening all. Mark Adams. Hello everybody, are you okay? Alan Watton. Evening all. Our fan this evening is Dean Madden. Madden? Got that right, haven't I? And our special guest is one and only John Frayne. Good evening, John. Hey. Evening, guys. Right then, what a week, what a weekend. A bit of a downer, Paul. Yeah, um, frustrating afternoon on Saturday, wasn't it? Um, obviously, last I'll, I'll start with last Tuesday. Um, mm. you know, Bristol City. I thought obviously that everything was just perfect that night, wasn't it? Everything went right, and we put our chances away, and you know, just caught up with the squad a little bit, didn't it? Having the three games in a week, and Saturday was probably one step too far. But I still think we deserved at least a point out of the game on Saturday, and I thought we were robbed to be honest. But I thought their winner it was a foul on Jeremy Beeler, but um, mm. you know, you don't we don't get given these things, do we? Um, no, but ugly, overall, ugly uh, game though, wouldn't it? Real, it was. Real ugly. It, it, yeah. it was. I mean, when we went one 0 up so early, I thought we were going to go on and win comfortably again. But um, you know, it wasn't to be. And you know, you got to credit the opposition sometimes. I thought Reading come down and give mm. us a good game, and they, they took the game to us. And you know, certainly in the second half, and obviously they go and score their two goals. But you know, we had ample opportunities to even get back in the game when we were 2-1 down, didn't we? You know, we were creating chances. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The only sort of baffling, scratching my head moment during the game was when he brought Woods on for McGree. Um, if McGree yeah, was a strange tired, one, yeah. yeah. I didn't get playing Ryan Woods in the 10 role. It was taking me back to horrible memories of Czech Endoy there, to be honest. Um, He'd been booked, though, hadn't he? He'd been booked. So yeah, yeah, I'm not maybe. saying if McGree should have gone off. He should have gone mm. off. But I think, mm. you know, if you've got someone like a Nikkei on the bench who could come on and play there, you know, who's more of a forward-thinking player, then bring bring a Nikkei on, not, not Ryan Woods and play him in the 10 role, or put Ryan Woods further back, put Gary Gardner there. Um, but, you know, mm. who am I to question Lee Bowie? You know, I don't want to criticise too much. It's only one <laughs> defeat, you know, and um, overall, you know, I, just, I was just a bit baffled by that substitution. But, you know, it's not to say we'd have, we'd have still not lost the game. If he hadn't have done that, who knows? But mm. I just felt mm. that putting Woods on for McGree invited them on to us even more. We sat back a little bit more and... You know, they, they, they sort of like um, created a bit more and got a bit more joy going through us, didn't they, than what, we, what they did before. Well, to uh, be honest, sorry to Paul, to jump in. I, to be honest, I was, um, I, did, I said to my friend Jane, I said, I'll take Sunich off. Yeah. I thought he was a bit below par Saturday. So I possibly would have brought Woods on for Sunich. Yeah, I think um, for me, Sunich, Sunich um, covers every blade of grass and he's good at what he does, which is winning um, the ball back for us. You know, but if you're going to ask him to go forward and score goals, and he's not a box to box midfielder, he's a, he's a no. classic. The classic defensive midfielder, mm. isn't he, Sonic? And he's, he's really good at it. You know, he's really mm. good at it. And, 
you know, I don't think we'd have been on this decent run lately without him, to be honest. But the, the mm. one we missed the most, the players we missed the most for me were were George Friend and Sanderson at the back, you know. Friend, um, definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, and Sanderson, mm. the pair of them, have made a massive difference to the defence. And you take them two out and it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it, you know? I thought, mm. Harley, Dean, I thought Harley Dean had a good game, though, to be fair. I thought he did all right. But mm. um, I just think that with, with Friend's experience there and Sanderson's quality, mm. um, we're, we're, a be- we're a different animal, aren't we? We're a better team. But I think that back four on Saturday was like a—it's almost like a League Cup first round lineup, wasn't it? Which yeah, really, well, but, really, you know. But I like the look of the young lad, young lad Oakley, and Oakley, I, thought, yeah, um, I, thought Mitch, I thought Mitch Roberts did did all right as well. I don't think either of them did anything wrong, and not they really. Both had, they both had decent debuts under the circumstances, and mm. you know it's good to know we have got kids in the academy that can come in and do a job for us when we need them to. Mm. But, you know, on another, on another day we might have. We might not have lost that game, you know. We might have drew it 1-1 or even won it 2-1 if we'd have put our own chances away. I mean, when Deeney hits the post and mm. somehow they clear that one off the line. I don't know how they got that off the line, that one that right. was popping in. Um, you know, so we had we had chances at a plenty. And I think Bo, you said it himself in his interview after the game, nobody was gambling, you know. on the, on the the we got, we got four strikers on, four forward players, and someone wins a flick on. There's no one in front of the keeper to, to take a gamble. So he just gets nice. an easy... So, bit of a mystery, yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, takes, me back, it takes, takes me back to my previous sort of uh, shout-outs on here for Kevin Phillips to come in as a striker coach, someone like that to come in and, and teach our forward players a bit more about putting the ball in the back of the net and also getting in the right positions. Well, I'm liking, the, I'm liking the look of Hogan now. He's more compact. Yeah, he's got to be, yeah, yeah. be toys influence, hasn't it? I mean, he's yeah. like a different, different player. I mean, he's yeah. so calm now. He's, he's just, um, the last two weeks, yeah. he's completely, hasn't he? This is not a criticism of Harley Dean in any way, but I just think Troy Dean should be our captain. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't hmm. understand the thinking behind giving it to Dean again. You know, so not slate, not slating Dean. I'll be no, honest, no, no. he's my favourite player, but no, I don't understand that at all. Well, he is the club captain, isn't he? And entitled hmm. to be the captain on the field when he's when he's in the side. Um, I, I, I thought he did all right, but if if I mean we're talking about a back five of which we lost four. Yes. We lost four of our back five, mm. and did okay. I, I thought the first the first goal that we conceded was you know again taking our hat off to the opposition. It was absolute wonderful cross, yeah. Uh, um, and you know it was in on pace, and and the the guy got in front of uh, Roberts and scored. It was a wonderful goal, and you you got to hold your hands up sometimes. The second one, as you say, uh, I was. Devastate! Oh, here we go! You know, because um, was, was it a foul on was that Alan? Pardon? Was it a foul on Beeler from where you were sitting as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, Blake. <laughs> and and it, it was it it was that referee did some strange things. He let he let a lot of things go for both mm. sides. To be fair, you're thinking, well, that's a foul, uh, and he let it go. And of course, the one. The one that you really don't want to to let go, he did, um, mm. and, and it cost us. I mean, they still have a lot to do from that moment, but even so, you know, you they almost we almost stopped. Didn't we thinking he was going to give a foul when he didn't? Yeah, give him, yeah. And he didn't the board. Um, But what are these torches all about on the phones? It's driving me mad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was a Barry Manilow concert. <laughs> was it like a Madonna concert, wasn't it? It's making yeah. me Not that I've ever been to one. It's, it's, it, it was embarrassing. I don't know what that's about, to be honest. I get mm. if it was a, for something to do with remembrance, you know, poppies and all the rest of it, but 
Yeah. We've done it a couple of times now. We've done it the other week against Fulham. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. It does. It does look um, a bit daft when you've only got a handful of people doing it. Yeah, yeah. Unless people perhaps they worried the floodlights were going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> it was my little girl's third ever game. It was my little girl's third ever game on Saturday because my parents are away, and you know, I think she thought I must have took her to a take that concert or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so can we publicly tell people to stop doing it now? Please, please, do. please, please stop doing it's not it. Not the blue if you don't know what we're talking about, John. If you don't know what we're talking about, people are getting their mobile phones and putting the torches on and holding them up in the crowd and waving them around. <laughs> Yeah, not really. Imagine that in your day. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> what, would they, what would they actually say about that? <laughs> <laughs> he would have got beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> no, Baz, Baz Fry, he would have got his torch out as well, probably, knowing Baz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the phone I had when John was playing, I couldn't have picked up. <laughs> <It ripped. laughs> uh, Nick's, Nick's still got one of those. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, welcome, welcome, Dean, as well on FanCam, mate. Um, season ticket holder for a long time, yeah? Yeah, yes, Paul, yeah. For, oh, crikey, as long as I can remember. I'm a bit long in the tooth now, but yeah, about 30 years or so. Yeah? Um, yeah. So, yeah, first season ticket was about when I was 16, so that was about two years ago now. Um, yeah, and years ago. So before then, I was just, you know, sort of going down with a few of the boys and just paying to get in on the, on the cop. But yeah, about 30 years, I've had a season ticket now. What are your best memories of John's days when he played for us? Would you say? Um, well, twofold really. There was um, there was a, a goal that he scored against Watford. To we were struggling at the time. We had that old, you know, the the sort of splash yellow and green. Oh kit. yeah, um, horrible. Oh yeah. And, and Franey got a, a goal. To, we come back from two 0 down. I think Furlong got the two goals for Watford. Um, and it was two two, and he got he eat a lot twenty yarder or something, and he flew flew in the bottom corner. Um, that was a real highlight for me. That was, but. Also, yeah. I think against the Villa as well, when he, um, when before we played Villa, I had a load of Villa mates. I was saying, if we get a penalty, Frane, you'll tuck it away. Oh, yeah. Never miss one. So, what happened? I <laughs> 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 got so much grief, so much grief from the Villa lads. But yeah, just uh, the thing about John is, I, I, I say to the lads, I can't remember in all his time, he got run by a winger. I can't remember the time where he actually got run. Tommy Johnson again for Knox County, great player at the time. John kept him in his pocket. It's just a yeah, great, solid, great, solid player for us. Yeah, yeah. And what are your best memories, John? Would you say playing for us? I mean, I know you've gone over eleven years with us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, best memories: uh, debut at Newcastle away. Yeah. Um, John Bond was manager. Uh, I think it was nineteen eighty-six. So I was seventeen. Um, result wasn't great. We got stuffed four-one. It's just an unbelievable game and to play at St James's Park. Um, Peter Beardsley played, uh, Paul Gascoigne. Um, Gascoigne got sent off after a, a little tangle with Hoppy. Uh, mm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Peter Beardsley was just unbelievable. Um, just a great experience to play there. Um, Leyland Daff, obviously, um, just a, a fantastic day, not just a day to build up to it as well. Um, Brilliant day. When the coach pulled up Wembley Way, something you'll never, ever forget, to be honest. And the yeah. North, yeah, it's just, just incredible atmosphere. Uh, the game itself was, a, you know, I watched the game back, actually. I haven't watched the game back, I don't think, in its entirety, uh, in, in, since and it came on in lockdown. So I watched yeah. it. Yeah. A good game it was as well, to be honest. It, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first Cracking. half was so good. Second half, they, they were really on top. 
and obviously it's the big man's best day in football is, is ever likely to we ever had or was ever likely to have to be honest uh, yeah so that was a great day um the other games that stick out in memory when we beat um oh one nil to stop up last game of the season beat charlton oh. yeah um, yeah uh, that's an amazing game so much pressure on that game um Newcastle away again my favourite ground St James's Park just a f- fantastic place to play it's when Kimmy Keegan was manager and they were already on the up um, it was on a Sunday I think it was live on TV yeah right? I remember this year we, we went one early doors then, right? up, yeah I think uh, Rogerson scored yeah yeah. Um, but we came out second half and as we came out the noise their fans made you just mm. thought we could be in trouble here and they scored early on uh, they made it 2-2 um, and we hung on about quarter, 15 minutes to go and managed to salvage a draw. Yeah, very good point, that. Yeah, it was really crucial at the end of the season because that's the of the season we, mm. we stopped here. Did Dave Smith have a goal disallowed that would have been the winner? I think he did, yeah. And Paul Mulder yeah. had a great yeah. chance as well, about yeah. 10 minutes to go as well. Um, but they, they, were, they were a good side. They had, like, Oh yeah, there's some Rob Lee playing for him. You know, lots of those players. Uh, and Nicole, yeah, yeah, and Nicole. And Kevin Keegan, fair to him, um, we had a beer afterwards in the in the bar and then straight on the, on the coach. And he's come on with two crates of lager and said, "Lads, said you're absolutely outstanding today." He said, uh, "If you keep playing like that, there's no, you know, you'll definitely stop up." And I thought, what a really nice gesture. You know, he's just mm-hmm. a, a top man. Um, you know, used to really enjoy playing there. Mm. 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 And what would you say you'd have done if you hadn't have been a footballer? What would what, what other sports would you sort of like like to have maybe played professionally if it wasn't for, for football? I uh, played a bit of cricket when I was younger. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, like like the cricket. Um, played a bit when I finished playing as well, not to any sort of level, um, but yeah, very social. Yeah, played a bit of golf. Uh, there's a lot of the lads, footballers, lads. Yeah. Do. Um, yeah. But if I, if I hadn't gone into football, I probably would have been a teacher. I would have thought. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of my mates went to went to university from uh, from school. I talked about just four Arch Hillsley and Acock Screen. Um, yeah, a lot of them went on to uh, to university and, and uh, yeah, I probably would have done a similar path to be honest and, and been some sort of teacher or the thought. Yeah, and and back in those days, it was a scholarship, wasn't it? Before you went into the um, well, what's now the academy, but what what mm. was it? Sort of talk us through how it went about back then and how you became a Blues player and obviously um, how you how you sort of signed up on with us. Yeah, it's, it's the old uh, YTS scheme. I think we were the first year, actually. Uh, used to be the, didn't you, before that, was it the YOP, the Youth Opportunity Scheme, something like that? Not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, I was playing, you know, schoolboy football, playing for the school, playing for my Sunday side. It's, like I say, different from the academies now. You, you sign to the academy, you can't play for anybody else but the academy. Yeah. Um, pretty much so, anyway. That's my understanding. But back in, in my day, I was playing for my school side, my Sunday side, your district side. County, so he's playing an awful lot of football. Um, Norman Bedell was head scout. Um, yeah. Ron Saunders was manager. Um, is his, his regime, um, and got invited to come and train. Um, Keith Bradley was a youth team manager at the time. Yeah. And just, you could train with other clubs as well. So I was, I was training with a few clubs at the time. Um, but Blues showed a particular interest in me. Um, but you know, a lot of working, a lot of graft. Some, Parents going in to watch games, um, really looks after us. Uh, I really enjoyed it. They're a good set of lads. We really enjoyed the coaching. Um, yeah. I signed schoolboy forms when I was about 14 and a half, I think, and then signed apprenticeship forms when I was when I was 16 when I left school. Mm. And what would you say was the best piece of advice you've been given in your footballing career, John? 
Um, best bit of advice? I, not one particular thing, but I was so lucky to have a, a, a football grounding under Ron Saunders, to be honest. Yeah. The, um, basics, you know, the teaching the basics of where to be on a football pitch at any particular time. Yeah. It's, it's stood me and, and loads of players have played from an unbelievable stead. You know, just to give you such a good football education when you haven't got the ball where you should be as a fullback, the midfield player, even as a forward, really. Yeah. Uh, he worked on the like the first team and drilled it into them. And he, he made the reserve team manager the same, the youth team manager the same. Um, myself and Kevin Ashley, we were really fortunate that we broke into the youth team while we were still at school. Um, mm. We had a fantastic run in the FA Youth Cup. We got to the semi-finals. Um, we beat Tottenham 3-1 away at White Hart Lane. Um, Guy Russell scored a hat-trick uh, there. Uh, it got announced, I believe, and uh, when the first team went home, it was a massive cheer, and everyone got. Yeah, you know, we, we played Newcastle in the semi-finals, home and away. Um, we lost two 0 away, and then the, in the second leg, um, Gascoigne played, um, and we lost five two. But he, he was unbelievable; no one could get near him. Um, yeah, great player, wasn't he? Unbelievable. Yeah, Julian Dix was part of our youth team. He was a year above me. That's um, a great player. Hard, hard man. But Dixon couldn't get near him either. You know, that's how good he was. It was just yeah. unbelievable. That we, got, um, we got a question coming in from Ian Clarkson, of all hey. people. <laughs> <laughs> so, ask him about the trip to Ireland when Terry Cooper arrived. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Is, that it, was, is uh, it clean? <laughs> I'll keep it clean, don't worry. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> after, it's the season after Lou McCarvey left. Um, you know, we, there was a bit of limbo and we won the Leyland Duff. Is he going to stay? Is he not going to stay? So obviously things didn't, didn't work out and he's left. So we, we'd done the pre-season. Um, so we had a couple of weeks at Elmden Park. Um, so we had, a, we had assistant manager. Ian Atkins was appointed assistant manager. And Bill Caldwell, he was like a general manager around the club. He was sort of overseeing things. But Bill was never going to be a manager, to be honest. So there's lots of names being banded around. But anyway, by the time we got to the pre-season tour to Ireland, um, we had no manager in charge. So we got the plane over to Dublin. And uh, our physio drove the minibus. So we had a minibus and a nine-seater Renault campus. Um, we drove straight from, from the airport to Athlone, where we played a game. We had about half hour to stretch off, play the game. Um, it set the tone, really. It was just unbelievable, yeah, to think we'd travel around Ireland in, in that sort of setup. It's like a, you know, an amateur team, really. Um, we went, Mike <laughs> yeah, Mike Bassett. Yeah, Mike Bassett. We went from Athlone to uh, after the game, they put on a bit of a spread and we got to uh, where we were stopping for a couple of days. It's a small little village called Belinaslow. Um, it's a you know, lovely little town and they don't have to look after you. But we got to the hotel about half one, two, and uh, Ian Atkins and the, the manager of the hotel said, Right, I'll put on a bit of a spread for your boys and come and have a drink. And uh, Ian Atkins said, Right, just a couple of lads and then, you know. Get to, get to bed, and I think it's about half oh, five in the morning. We're still, <laughs> still there. Uh, I was the manager, wouldn't let's go to, to bed. It's just a, an unbelievable night, and it just sort of set the tone for the whole whole tour. From there, we had a couple of days, and then we travelled to Kilkenny. Travel to Kilkenny took us about two and a half hours. Uh, again, we got there about an hour and a half for kickoff. So you try and you know get yourself out of the minibus, stretch off, and uh, lads are still trying to run off their hangovers from the night two nights before. Um, Samus Kumar comes into the change room about three quarters an hour before the kickoff and says, uh, Well, I'd like to introduce you to manager. We had no idea who it was, never mind who was going to turn up that time. In walked Terry Cooper, and uh, a couple of lads think, Oh my, this is, this is not, no, a, not. <laughs> fantastic, 
first, you know, showing impression for a new manager. Um, and Ian Rogerson went out for the warm and suddenly he developed a tight hamstring and didn't play. Grasping for excuses as well. Um, and we played the game. Uh, I, I was due to play 45 minutes, come off after 45 minutes and sat next to him, to, to Coops, in the dugout. And he said, oh, you and Dean Pear play midfield, don't you? You, you, you see if Dean gets box to box. I said, yeah, yeah. Because I think Coops had come from Exeter, so he's seen us be played against him before. So he had a bit of a, an idea what we were, what we were about. And he's talking, he said, just ask me one question. He said, are you always this bad? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, uh, no, no. <laughs> it can get slightly better. But it, it was a fantastic tour, honestly, as, as in for building team spirit. Because um, you, you just had to laugh, really, and, and yeah, in the accommodation. The accommodation was fantastic, but the, the way we were getting around. And it's just a, an indication of where the club was at the time. You know, um, we were really struggling. Um but, you know, that season we went on to get promotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great season. I've got to say, John, on Twitter this week, there's a lot of love for you, you know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, I, no, I, I, crikey. It's yeah. So, so many people, so many people come, uh, you know, commented on, on, on your time at the Blues, you know. Including, um, absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian, Ian Danter calling you frame the train, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I loved it. I met some great, some great people, some great people, not just playing that club who work for the club, um, yeah. and I still work for a club, and one or two, unfortunately, uh, mm. recently not not there any longer. Um, but you know, it, it was such some of the depths really where we were. Um, Late eighties, early nineties. You know, mm. Looked like we were going to go out of business. You know, mm. at the time, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, when the Kumar uh, Empire went, went bust, um, really, really dark days to be honest. And, and those, you know, six or seven thousand hardy souls who came to watch us week in, week out. Mm-hmm. And the football wasn't very good. The, we, were, we weren't a very good team. But yeah, they kept coming every, every Saturday, every Tuesday. Yeah, so, yeah. It took some doing yeah. to us. Dire times. Off to them early. We've had a, we've we've had a few of those periods, haven't we? Where it's been yeah, dire. It's uh, and people, I think people forget that era. Yeah. It really was awful, wasn't it? I mean, to be honest, to be honest, Chris, people moan sort of nowadays, and yeah, we've got reason to. But compared to the yeah. late eighties, if they were around back then, they'd yeah. have a meltdown because that, that oh, was yeah. they were awful. Yeah, you know, light light bulbs out. And, yeah, we, and we actually, you know, like, they saved money on the electric. Well, we did that Saturday, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good. What about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, had, we had um, we struggled, you know, when they came to the deal to sell Elmden, uh, mm. the training ground, yeah. which at the time when I first started, it was a fantastic complex, really well looked after. But they signed a deal to, to sell it off, and uh, so it didn't, there was no upkeep of it. And we were begging and borrowing training grounds, really. Uh, we went from the carp in Barrows Lane to West Mid's transport ground, and all these people were very kind to let us use their facilities. But obviously they had teams playing on a Saturday, so we could only, you know, use certain parts of the grounds. Uh, I remember Gary Pendry was manager. We ended up, you know, training on the the back of the cop on the you know, car the park. Park. on the car park. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Always managed to be trained at the, the park on the bottom of the uh, Garrison Lane. You know, we had a name for it. I won't say what it's called now, but uh, mm. it was just, mm. you're going around cleaning up the dog mess, you know, so you could put it on the pitch. It was uh, just un- unbelievable, really. So, did, did you, you ever train? Sorry, Paul. Did you ever train at the um, junior school as well, John? 
Yes, and Andrews Junior. I think you did. A, I think I'm sure I read somewhere that you, you had to go there a few times. You know, we went everywhere. We went yeah. everywhere. It would take us to be honest. Um, yeah, especially when the weather wasn't very good. Um, we were at Alexander Stadium. We had to. Yeah, we anywhere could mm-hmm. accommodate us. Well, I talked. I talked earlier about it being maybe too many having three games in a week. You know, for the current squad. But back, back when you played, I'm guessing you played three games a week most weeks. Did you in them days? And yeah. you know, I, I know. I mean, people say you know. You know, I mean, Lukaku's being rested up at the moment because he's playing too much football, for example, you know, and he can't cope with it all. And, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Like, in the, in the, in the modern day, all these modern players, they struggle to play three games a week. Um, yeah, the massive squads now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had, we had such small squads back, back in the day. You know, like you say, if you, because you had played at, you know, Anglo-Italian as well. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. we've had too many fantastic runs in the in the Cups. So we did a, the Leyland Duff. Um yeah, I, I, what I'd say about the guys now who are playing, those ones at top level, they just don't get arrested, though, to be honest. You know, we, we used to play your last game, middle of May, whatever, and then you had six weeks off, you know, six, mm. seven weeks off. Yeah. Complete rest. And then you that did recharge your batches. But these guys who play at the top level, you know, they're, they're playing in the Euros, they're, you know, qualifiers, yeah. Yeah. barely, barely getting any time at all. Um, no. Yeah. And, then, and when they do, uh, at the end of the season, they'll go and fly off to America, play. But uh, you know, for some sponsorship, for to keep their sponsors happy, um, mm. the clubs have to look at it as well. You, you, know, you can't just keep criticising, you know, internationals and whatever. Um, mm. But the game's moved on. It's just different, isn't it? You know, it's just yeah. different than it used to be. And yeah. they're getting paid. They're getting paid top dollar as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of money. Not too shabby. No, no it's not too shabby. No, you just train less, don't you? If you've got like three games in a week, you just train. Obviously, I know the, the, the coaching staff and the managers want to do their jobs. Obviously, coaching on the field as well in the training ground, but. You know, you just do it for a bit less, don't you? Even if you took a couple of hours, like an hour off or something, it would make a difference, wouldn't it? But look at all of these analysts now, aren't they, as well, who can measure you, how you're performing and when you need rest and when you don't need rest. And we didn't have one of those when Lou Macari was running our nuts off up and down. <laughs> yeah, we had um, one session where uh, the weather wasn't very nice, so we, he booked us in to train at the leisure centre over the road um, uh, and the neighbours. And uh, he said... Just a you know a bit of fitness work. If you run there, I'll take the minibus. We'll have a book a five side court, and then we'll jump on a minibus and, and come back. Mm. So it's a fair trek, little run over mm. there. Um, we get there and we go in. Go to the receptionist and said, oh, "You're not booked in." So Lou's coming in the minibus. He says, "Oh, lads, I forgot to put your court." So he gets in the oh. minibus and drives back to the ground. So we we have to then run back to the ground. We then proceeds to absolutely beast us round round the, the pitch as well. Lou wasn't that though, he was just a fitness fanatic. He really was. Yeah. We we'd run Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, probably see a ball Thursday, Friday really. Um, wow. it was <laughs> tough, really, really tough. Yeah, but it was the one, you know, shining light when he, he didn't sign his contract, so he didn't have to do his pre season to be honest, because uh, that would have been <laughs> a horrendous experience, I imagine. But I'll, I'll, do you get on well with him on a personal level, John? Lou, yeah, he was. Lou was. Um, I got all right with Lou, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. He was. He was fine. He, he never got too close to anyone. Um, he wasn't that sort of manager, that sort of bloke. I don't think. Uh, but he, he fought a lot of the, quite a, a lot of the squad because you, you look at the players he took to Stoke, like Clarkey, mm-hmm. uh, Simon Sturridge, uh, Gailey. I think Gleggy went there. and also Gleggon went there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a chance to go there. Um, deadline day, just before my testimonial. Um, um, Barry come on the Barry Frog come on the phone about R34 saying Stoke are interested. 
So it's up to you. Um, I think they may have been trying to get Pesh back. I'm not sure. I might be wrong. I might have got my, my dates wrong on that. Um, however, it was two weeks before my testimonial game, and I thought, there's, there's no way I'm going to go now. You know, it's just, you know. Mm. And I said, I'd let, I want to see the season at best, if you know, to see where we go from there. And he, he was fine. I mean, Louis, um, uh, chief agent, he came on the phone and he was having a chat and said, well, we can't guarantee we're going to come back at the end of the season. I said, well, I appreciate that and I appreciate interest, but, you know, that's, that's my decision, so... But no, I, I got on right with Luke. He was, um, he was. He, he seems was, a nice chap, actually. Yeah, he does a lot for the um, homeless as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, uh, Manchester. Up in Stoke, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 It really is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And who, nice was your, who was your sort of childhood footballing hero, John, when you was growing up? Um, my brother used to play at West Brom when he was, um, my brother's a really good player. He, was, uh, he played for England youth team. Um, so me and my dad used to spend quite a lot of Saturday mornings going and watch a uh, piece of play uh, for West Brom youth team. and um, they played like all against the Midland clubs or what have you. Um, so we used to go watch the baggy a little bit. Um, Brian Robson. Um, yeah. He was always a midfield player. I started off and I was like box to box, you know, scored a, few, a fair few goals. Uh, and I thought it, the way he played, he applied himself. England as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, I'd love to see how he would do now in a, in a modern game, to be honest. I, I still think he'd be a absolutely fantastic player he makes me because he could play the holding role he could play the forward right yeah mm. there's so many so, I think it gets a bit complicated these days about positionals you know mm. where you play if you're a good player you're a good player you know what is he what is he now about 64 he'd probably still be better than McTominay and Fred in that position now wouldn't when I first started at Birmingham as well you, you know you had that team in McArthur Blakey uh, Hoppy, um, our Gale. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fe- a real fearsome sort of dressing room, really. Um, when part of the um, when Blues are trying to sign, well, sign school reforms, and then when they're trying to make sure you sign apprenticeship forms, um, one of the incentives I went, um, I was in a dugout for the, the Battle of Villa Park, you know, when um, Blake oh. uh, and uh, Kevin Broder, Scott Dunbar, Steam and that tackle, uh, it yeah. Was, Unbelievable experience. We we walked out, and I was stood, you know, walking behind five yards behind Ron Saunders, and he was getting dogs abuse from the from the from the fans, and you're getting the dugout, and just amazing game to watch. Um, Brawls had come off, and then we get the, the penalty, and and Blakey misses it, and then the back pass sticks in the water, and uh, <laughs> they end up winning one nil, and then obviously the, the fracas after the game, and uh, I've got to say, I was absolutely. Walking up to change and poo in my pants, thinking, oh God, I'm no. <laughs> just sit in the corner, don't move until I tell you to move, and then we'll start picking the kids up and whatever, like, you know, it's a, but it's just, you know, you know, how lucky was I to, to experience that in the dugout, you know, it was just brilliant. Um, mm. That gesture, mm. it, it taught you, Ron Saunders taught, taught me lots of things to be honest, so it's, you know, a lot about respect, and you respected those guys, you know, the, the work they put in every game. Pat Van Den Howe as well, you know, and they were like, you know, such a, such a team really, you know, they were no fantastic individuals. Would have Tony Cotton in goal, great goalkeeper and some good players. Um, but yeah, you know, as a team, they were, they were a real great bunch I and mean, certainly enjoyed themselves when they went out as well. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have in the, stu- in the studio with us this evening, Mr. Nick Spall. <laughs> what a what a um, <laughs> oh, mate. Like, here he is. What are you doing? What are you 
Um, I don't have a lot of voice still. I don't oh, have a okay. lot of voice, um, yeah. uh, but obviously wanted to join in specifically this weekend being uh, Remembrance Week, so uh, yeah. uh, a lot going on, obviously, in our house. Um, and, uh, and don't forget, also, we're doing the, uh, the big change count-up uh, very close to the oh, 1st of December. Um, I think there was over 500 quid in there this year. We can't pick the dancing up this year. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be, I'm going to be minted. My, my alcohol cupboard's going to be full for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any difference? <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite empty at the minute, Chris. I don't know what you can oh, see right. behind okay. me there. Look, you know, not much in it, mate. <laughs> so, so how, are you, how are you getting on then, Nick? How are hey, you? I tell you, you what, I've probably, probably had one of the worst months of my life. I've done all the, all the COVID mm. tests and this and I've all come back negative. Um, no. uh, but that was a proper better man flu. Uh, really, I mean, look, I missed three shows, mate. I missed kind of missed going to the games as well, Chris. You know, I'm mm, proper, yeah. I've not been well, mate. I mean, that. Um, yeah. but I'm bouncing back, you know what I mean? Still got a smile on my face, and of course, it's my 60th birthday this Christmas day. Is it? Yeah. No, is it yes. Christmas day? I'm not sure. Now. Day. I, can't I thought wait, it was mate. Christmas day, yeah. yeah. So I couldn't remember you. because you don't really don't remind us that often, so I, no, I, try not to. I try not to, but as I, yeah. as I thought, probably none of the team probably mentioned it over the last three weeks. No, I no, remember. no. Well, I thought I I'd probably got mentioned. I'm having a, a big bash because yeah. obviously all the times I was DJ and I never got to have a party myself, so I've never had one. So no. this is going to be it. It's going to be the big one. So, so no more DJing now. You've finished that completely. Oh God, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's gone. That's gone now. That's gone now. So. I got, I got to I got to the stage, Chris. Where you, you know when you don't want to do something anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I got there, and, and I was really really worried about getting there because, um, to be honest, honest with you, you know it's, it's something that I've done all my life. Yeah, since since what sixteen, seventeen years old, and uh, and then all of a sudden to just stop. Yeah. I thought it was going to kill me, but it was the best thing I've ever done, man. I ain't got to deal yeah. with all the drunks and that on a Saturday night anymore. Now you can just be a drunk. Look, I'm trying, I'm bouncing back eyes, yeah? I'm trying my best here. You're doing well. More on the subject of music, I just want to sort of say, you know, it's a sad day, sad to find out on Saturday that we suddenly lost Astro, hadn't we, out of UB4? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very sad news. It's awful. But again, from my point, from my point of view here, uh, on this side of things, and and certainly uh, from Sharon's as well, she was uh, over the moon with just how respectful the Birmingham City fans were at the remembrance uh, on on mm. on Saturday. Yeah. I think we had one one person shout out from somewhere, but you know, I hope he falls down there. the stairs and breaks his leg. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, there's always, yeah, there's, there's always you're always going to get one. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, on the whole, to, to see that and to 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 listen to that silence is is mm. stirring. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whole, it was, it was great pretty, job, Birmingham City. Well done. I know, I know we're, we're good enough to you know tell them when they don't get things right, and they certainly haven't got the burger hands right around around the town. I know no, some no. burger clubs fault. I missed that. <laughs> oh man, it's just, it's it's the smell. It's mm. it's something that you know I've smelt for. 40-odd years, 50 years of my life. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. Because I'm probably, 60 this Christmas. It's probably the, it's probably the same fat in the fries, actually. <laughs> probably, probably the same burgers as well, wouldn't I? It probably is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'm on the pitch, aren't you, John, when you're playing? Can you smell the burger fans outside on the pitch when you're out there playing as well? You could, yeah, yeah. They stopped around the ground. Yeah, yeah we haven't got any yeah. anymore. Why? What's the reason behind that? Oh, that's the sausages of the council. <laughs> yeah, it's something to do with the council rates, I believe. Yeah, they've they, priced them they, out. They've priced them out, so, uh, you know. So now this, they're being forced. Was, this, so, yeah. I, I, I want to talk about this because this was people's livings as well as mm. part of our memories and part of our, our experience on the day. Definitely, definitely. You know, and, um, and to do that, you know, we had one by the club shop, we had one by the Tilburn, we had the one down the bottom. Uh, and, and quite often the one round the corner down the bottom, you know, yeah. five or six of them out there. And, and, and these, these people were making a living and eking out a living um, mm. doing that in all weathers, under all circumstances. And, um, and and for the council to do that, I think it's just awful, it's terrible, horrible, wrong. Yeah. Sort it out, council, and give us mm. their burgers back. Right? We've done Piegate. We've got Booker Pies back at St Andrews. We'll do Burgergate if you want us to, Right? And watch out, Birmingham Council, because we're on you. And while we're on the subject, Birmingham Council, get your backsides around that football ground and clear the flaming litter. Oh, it's a disgrace. Yeah. Disgrace. I, I, I think I think Nick in the off season. I think we ought to organise a little party to go I'm round. I'm not ranting um... for three weeks, Chris. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> don't, don't don't hold back, Nick. Don't hold I, back. Would I? Would I? Would <laughs> no, I? But no, come on, seriously. You go to places like Derby County, Bolton Wanderers, Huddersfield. Uh, you, you know, and they're all perfectly clean. You come to us, and it's like a rat it's dive. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's filthy. Terrible. It Couple of litter pickers around those by those If we've rails, got to, if we've got to organise it, Chris Brown, as soon as I'm better, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it in the in the off season. I think. Get a we'll do it. I know. I know. Linda's had a, 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 a you know a session on this. I'm like, get our heads together. We're all we're all Birmingham City fans, and and for mm. people to come to our football club and to have to witness and walk past that filth is absolutely, mm. utterly, totally wrong in 2021. Mm. Thank I you. Agree. I agree. All my voices on its way back. <laughs> <laughs> but John, John, best player you play against? Sorry, mate. Best player with Paul. Sorry. Best player you played with, and best player you played against, yeah. Uh, best player I played with was probably Mark Ward. Oh, mm. I think he's a midfield player that Blues hadn't had for such a long, long time. Uh, and then I think after that as well, I think they. When he left, they real failed to fill his void. I think the one, the same sort of player as him. I think Barry Ferguson was probably the next one who, who was sort of. Yeah. 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 He was a very, really good player, Barry Ferguson. Um, yeah. But Mark was um, just class, quality, you know, two footed, uh, aggressive, nasty piece of work on the pitch when he, when he had to be as well. Yeah. Yeah. He came to us and he just got to class apart. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I also John, quick, question, quick question, John. Why, why, why have you got Caroline as your name? <laughs> I think that's probably his wife. It's it's my alter ego on weekends. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could hear some, some some suspenders hanging up in the background. There. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a, a zoom in. I'm not very technical, to be honest. <laughs> well, then, ladies and gentlemen, Paul does uh, does uh, does John Crane have a doppelganger? Come on, let's have some. <laughs> oh, he's got to have every week. Somebody, somebody. Best, best, best player you played against, John. Um, Peter Beardsley, I think, um, <clears throat> debut, when I played, made my debut, it was just unbelievable, just, yeah, 
So yeah, and you thought be. and you thought violence was the ugly face of football. <laughs> <laughs> he scored twice that day. Uh, <laughs> really was. And the trainer I found toughest um, as a direct opponent, um, a lad called Jimmy Carter. He, um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Oxford, Portsmouth, yeah. um, and every time I played against him, I played against players who were far, far quicker than him, probably more skillful. But he always used to give me an absolute nightmare. He was two footed, came inside outside. Uh, he, I never used to dread playing against anyone, really, to be honest. Um, but when I saw his name, I always thought I'm in for a tough game here. So it was, uh, he never let me down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, the- um, we've got we've got the first doppelganger uh, to come in, uh, Phil Collins. <laughs> a real, a real thin <coughs> Neil Ruddock. <laughs> this one you probably won't like, Uncle Festa. I <coughs> know uh, oh I'm not going to even going to read that one. Uh, John looks like the Michael brothers' long lost cousin, the Mitchell. Michelle brothers. Mitchell Brothers. Mitchell Brothers and the Mitchell Brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And out of the managers you didn't play for, Johnny, would you say you would have liked to have played for the most and why? Um, possibly, we might have had a game, I think everyone remember it, um, when we lost to Swindon 6-4. Yeah. Before yeah. up. Um, yeah. And Oddle, oh. manager. Yeah. You know, bring himself on or push himself to midfield and Mickey Hazard was playing. Yeah. And they yeah. played an unbelievable you know, style of football. Just, just they weren't you know, a fantastic team, as in individually, but he just had so much confidence in, he, in his team. They passed you to death, they really did, and kept going. Even when they're falling down, he made one or two little slight changes and you couldn't get near them. You know, it was just, you, you, I remember being in change after that game, he just ever absolutely <laughs> shocked. Yeah, it was a weird game that was, wasn't it? Because as soon as Paul yeah. moved into midfield and they got the second goal back, you just knew it was going to be writing on the wall, didn't you? I think mm. every Blues fan knew this mm. is what's going on now. And it wasn't yeah. a shock to me when they went on to win 6-4. It really wasn't. No. It was David Mitchell got a couple, didn't he? He, he yeah. came to yeah. life when all came on. He might have Mitchell got was four. Wasn't yeah. It up front. yeah, I think Andy Gosney was in goal. Had a bit, had a bit of a shocker that day yeah. as well. He didn't help us. Mm. Like, uh, no, it was just an unbelievable game. And even Coops and, I mean, and Trevor Morgan was number two at the time. They... We just sat in silence for about 10 minutes and kept right, getting a shower and talk about it another day sort of thing. And it was, you know, there's not the time to, to try and you know, seminate that game at all. But no, <laughs> I think he just, yeah, the way he played, he, he used to put on the player he was as well. I mean, you talk about best players played against, he, he'd be up there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those days, but, uh, yeah, he did all right as England manager as well, didn't he, for a bit? And, you know, he just made yeah, that for a little bit, yeah. little comment that cost him his job, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah but mm. it was just how he didn't how he would have done really in the long term. Yeah, um, been for that. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm. So, Dean, mm. what's your best Blues memory then, mate? Over all them thirty years you've had a season ticket. Um, it's a, it's a, there's a couple of them really. Obviously, the the getting to the Premiership was a real massive massive event. Really, um, it's probably the obvious ones, and the other one was. Uh, was the Carling Cup win? Uh, you know, I know it's been said on here before. When that Overfemi scored that goal, everything mm. stopped for about three or four seconds because yeah. you just thought this doesn't happen to Birmingham City. No, no, it's no. Real, <laughs> this doesn't happen. Um, so then, them two are probably, and, and I'd say again another obvious one, but um, was the Stoke seven nil? I went to that one. Um, yeah, me too. That was a, just a crazy, crazy day, and uh, 
we we had to leave because the Stoke fans were writing against their own uh, their own board. And <laughs> I, was, I was I was outside in the car park, right? Yeah. Now my my my. Oh, I guess quite a few years ago now, isn't it? Um, yeah. So my my Adam was only a little lad. He's thirty five now, and. Um, there was this great big Stoke Neanderthal coming towards the Birmingham City fans. I thought, oh, God. So I shoved my little lad behind the car and he got halfway down the bank and then went up to his knees in mud and couldn't get in and couldn't get out. It was just hilarious. <laughs> we, because um, the, the, the new ground, it's on a bit of a hill, isn't it? And there's one yeah. bus that takes you mm. down towards all the car parks. And when we come out, obviously it was mayhem. And we said as a group, it was about four of us lads, and we said to, to each other, don't say anything. We're, you know, Stoke away. We're in, like, normal clothing not our colours, don't say anything, don't say anything. One of the lads couldn't get, I got halfway down the path and he couldn't resist it anymore. He just goes, couldn't contain himself. He goes, what a great win, what a great win, you know, and just the, the looks we got from the Stoke fans. We thought we were dead, but mm. I think they were just so disappointed they just left us alone, really. But uh, mm. that was a that was a great, you know, a great one. We, we haven't I had watched, very many, really. But I, I watched uh, it a few weeks ago on YouTube again, you know, and, and you look yeah. back and you... The noise we were making, it and uh, uh, oh, the man that was just unreal, and all yours just come on at, and at the end of the day, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, the Birmingham City fans were there just to relish the fact that we'd just scored seven goals. We weren't going to cause anybody any hassle, not yeah. at all, mate. We've mm-hmm. just, we've just we've just poked seven past Stoke City, uh, and, and I live up this way, so I know what it's like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember why you come on um, the, the Stoke fan who come on to remonstrate with John McCarthy when he got the fifth? He come on and he yeah. had to be handled back yeah. by. Several and I, and I just thought, oh, this is going to get nasty, you know. But um, yeah, it was it was a fantastic day, and we went to a pub before the game, just outside Stoke, and we got talking to the landlord. And he was a Stoke fan, um, and he said, oh, good good luck, but I don't mean it. And then when we went back, he said, oh, it was a score. We said seven nil. He went, oh yeah, come on, don't don't start missing that <laughs> seven nil. He just went, oh god, like you know, like you know, as if because they had a bit of a poor team then Stoke, didn't they? Really, they mm. were. In yeah, but... they were in a bad run of form, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it had rained for days and days and days before that game. Yeah, and that's uh, that's why I'm just this guy was huge, he'd have probably hit me, you know what I mean? He's just running towards us and... <laughs> after all that had gone on. <laughs> I just laughed and shook my head, got in my car, <laughs> and after all that had gone on between Stoke and ourselves Absolutely, over yeah. the previous few years, yeah. Um, Lou Macari obviously leaving us and, and Chick Bates. I think Chick Bates was actually the manager in that that day. Mm. Uh, it couldn't. It, it was so. It was so wonderful. You know, you think if if we're going to win seven 0 this is the place to do it. Yeah. Well, we beat Oxford. We beat Oxford seven one just a few yeah, weeks yeah. after that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and we did it again. Yeah. We did it again. Yeah. Oh, was it that? Oh, sorry, Paul, but since I've been ill, since I've been ill, mate, my memory's. Oh, no. <laughs> there is one That's... thing I wanted to ask John, if I could. Um, talking about Stoke, do you remember the game? Was you playing, John, where the referee got hit? Um, where they their guy went in with a challenge and it all kicked off oh, at the end? Yeah, Wayne Biggins, yeah. Yeah, Wayne Biggins. Yeah, I was playing, yeah. Yeah, we had to, um, we left the pitch and sort of sat in the change room to mix and then we had to go, go back on and just stand there for, for 90 seconds, I think just to make sure the game was finished. Bizarre, really, really bizarre. I was at home. I'd already got back. I actually, I took a Stoke fan to that game, right? He stood in the cop with me, right? He's got a friend of mine. I ain't got a problem with it. And um, the, the second I heard that Roger Wiseman decision, I said uh, I said to him, we're off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I am a coward. I don't care. I don't want, I don't want a flagpole in the eye or, or, you know, anything else. I don't, why should I? Why should I? I just, 
I just turned left and I was back home before that 90 seconds happened. Uh, and that's an hour's journey away. So, mm. um, and, um, and I wrote to Terry Cooper uh, after the game and he wrote me a lovely letter back and I've still got it. It's one of my prized possessions um, because he was thinking about giving up and this that, and the other. And, and I was saying, look, you know, that's, that's not every Birmingham City supporter. We're not all like that. And we're not. And we had an element of people that, you know, were like it. Um, thankfully, we don't see anything like that nowadays because, uh, you know, it, 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 it's not conducive no more. It's, well, it wasn't never. But, mm. you know, now in 2021, coming into 2022, all-seater stadiums, safe stairs, and possibly coming back at some junction, We've we, we, we just got to be so much better than that, to be fair, as people. Mm. 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 Totally. Mm. That's yeah. kick your teeth in. <laughs> yeah. And John, John, was you there when we won the League Cup in 2011 or was you there, um, you know, for the playoff winning 2 as well or no? No, no. I went to Nelly um, to watch the um, the final against Liverpool. Uh, OK. When yeah. we were robbed by David Ellery. Yeah. yeah. I was at Northampton at the time. Um, so we went down with, with a few mates. Um, yeah. we played really well, played really well. I thought in that game, oh, yeah. um, mm. and deserved something out of it. Should have won it, really. Um, Listen to the YouTube, John, on, on uh, the, the YouTube video, right at the start of that match when the teams are coming out, and all you can hear is keep right on to the end of the road. Mm. We drowned them Liverpool supporters out like there's no oh, tomorrow. That, begin, that beginning of that video is incredible. Absolutely incredible that atmosphere. It's a fantastic yeah, yeah. stadium, isn't it? Yeah. Nightmare to get home from. Better than Wembley, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was to get yeah. back from there after that on the coach. Yeah. 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 I got back home at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Crazy. It was just, it was just ridiculous. We were doing like no miles an hour for about three hours. Three hours mm. after the game, I could still see the stadium. Mm. Yeah. yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. We just we stuck, were, stuck, in, stuck on a coach. With them three games, well, with the League Cup final against Liverpool and the playoff final, I remember it. We, I got the coaches down there. And I remember when the coaches were rolling back into Birmingham. It's quite late at night, and all the Blues fans who were watching it at pub, they come out and were clapping all the coaches, and that was yeah. like really sort of uh, sort of took the hairs on the back of your neck, stood up really, you know, mm. both times, you know. And I thought that was class by the Blues fans. Mm. How they yeah. knew the coaches were coming back, I don't know, but it was uh, it was great. That was, yeah. 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 yeah, but like it was so disorganised that first one, wasn't it? The Worthington Cup, like I say, it was just um, chaos. No, no programmes. Food had all gone. Yeah. You know, kicked off late. Kicked off late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because of Sven Joran Eriksson, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he, yeah. he got stuck in the traffic. Yeah, but they, the they, 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 ne- they'd never organised a cup final like that before. I mean, right. that, that stadium was used for. Welsh international rugby matches and football matches. So everybody's coming from Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that one, suddenly you got you got one lot coming down one motorway and, and another lot coming down another motorway and all getting there at the same time. It was chaos. Absolutely chaos. Because I never it was the first it was the first final. First it was, final. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. There. yeah. And they uh, we they just hadn't got a club. I mean, I, I remember parking because I'd been to the Millennium Stadium before, and I, I I knew where I knew where to go, and I, I but it was I was a good two miles away. So when I got out, I got in my car and I got away. <laughs> Still took me three hours to do eighty miles, uh, but I did get home at a reasonable time. I, but I know I like Nick said I've heard stories of my mates. You know, that midnight before they got home. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Mm, madness. Yeah. We yeah. learned. We we learned when we played Liverpool. We learned from that. We didn't go on the coach for the second time against Norwich. We drove to my dad's friend drove us to Newport, and then we got a taxi from Newport to the Millennium Stadium. Yeah. And vice versa. Like we got the taxi then to pick us up after to come back to Newport to drive back and go to the Emerald Club and celebrate. That's my mm. that's my claim to fame. I played at Millennium. Yeah. I, I played football there. Have you, you know when, Yeah, yeah. You know when I you know when, you know when I was waiting for the punchline there. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know when you know Coke if you two thousand and four, Coke had a, a thing where you could text uh, which ground you wanted to play football at. And I always remember I was going, I was actually at the Blues, it was a night game against Middlesbrough when, when Stan Nazarene scored. And I got a phone call from Coke, I thought it was a wind-up. And I said, oh, congratulations, your name's been pulled out, what size boots are you and all the rest of it. And then um, really? it was like Bloody two teams hell. of winners. And my, my team lost 4-1, but yeah. um, I scored the goal. Whoa. And I've still, got, I've still got the kit. That's fantastic. Was it in the, was yeah, it in the Darren Carter Mark, was Mate? it in the, in the same end Darren Carter scored the penalty? Uh, no, it's the other end. Was it the other end? Mm. Yeah, David Ellery's, still, David Ellery's still there. I scored two. <laughs> yeah. it uh, it's, the, it's the end that Orsfield equalised then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even though we lost, I can say I scored a goal. I went to St Andrews. Sorry, Chris. I went to St Andrews after that game. And um, <clears throat> uh, I think Jono played in that game, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, I played in both, yeah. Yeah, and um, I, got, I got him to talk to my sister on the, on the, on the phone because, like, she's always been in love with him. And mm-hmm. um, I've told John that he knows, he knows, and uh, yeah. you know, she, she probably, she's probably still after him now, really, to be fair. And um, we're chatting with Stan Lazaridis and one thing or other. And then uh, Radio West Midlands come along, and I, I, I was chatting to him, and it's like <laughs> the Football League and the FA would not want Birmingham City in Europe, would they? That's why we were robbed. And he went, interesting thought. Yeah, when we had him on here, he said that he spoke to Stefan on mm. a coaching course, didn't he? Getting his badges and he even mm. even mm. more penalty. Yeah. Uh, guys, can I quickly say that the um, the Wade Elliott uh, shirt is just about to finish? So if you want to get onto our um, onto our page or group page, um, you've got till eight thirty, and I believe it's currently sitting at a hundred pound. Wow. Um, that's for the Wade Elliott wow. shirt. Uh, all proceeds going to our charities. And we've also sold more than 180 tickets for the England shirt. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Oh, well, that's, that's brilliant. brilliant. Again, you Birmingham City fans, they could come up with the goods time after time after time, don't they? They're oh, definitely. So, so unselfish. Uh, okay. You know, and all part of this big, lovely blue family that we are. Great, mm. loving it. Loving definitely. it. Um, should we do some live? Have we had any good live questions coming in, Chris? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get back to them now. Uh, uh, right. One, I noticed one from Steve Portman about, I've not seen it myself, but apparently the squad photo has got the directors in as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> What's that all yeah. about? Mm, uh, <laughs> a wanted poster. <laughs> <laughs> Which squad was that, Paul? There's, 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 a, there's a squad photo apparently gone somewhere today, I think, or yeah. input out yeah. there. And um, I think Edward Cheng and the direct, some of the directors are on the, on the photo with the players. Okay, I don't really have too much of a problem with that. I don't really have too much of a problem with that, Paul. But, but then, for me, you should also put the guys who wash the uh, kits and, and the guys who, who mow the lawns and, uh, you think, know, the chap who does the... I think... I think, I think they have to. <laughs> have that, yeah? Is that right? I've well, not seen. Well, 
looking at looking at the amount of coaching staff who've got coaching like polos on, there's there's loads of people on there, like you know, so there's probably mm. about sort of twelve coaches or something, you know. So they might have put the guy who cuts the grass on. I don't know. They did because, like you know, it's all part of the team, isn't it? You know, without yeah, yeah. one, we can't have the other. You know, the yeah. guys, the guys who put the goal nets up, the kids who collect the footballs. You know, um, you know when it's not COVID issues. Um, mm. You know, everybody, everybody that's there, the St John's ambulance people. Oh, yeah, it's, it. it's all part of the, the the makeup of the day, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. They've got Chong mm. there as well. Any on his crutches? Chong's in the phone. Oh, yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking at now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's right. training the training ground as well, isn't it, rather than St Andrews, which is yeah. uh, different, I suppose. But mm. uh, I don't see a lot wrong there. Um, looks professional, doesn't it? They're, they're all in. A, they're all suited and booted. The directors, including Craig as well, Craig Gardner. Um, <laughs> who's the one next to? Uh, who's the one next to Cheng? There, there's another director. There's two directors. There's Zed with yeah, Cheng. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yes. I've seen him sat behind me though. He's at the games. He sits behind me. Is he? Yeah. 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 What are you, what question, are you doing behind you then? Four months. Four months. Four months. Yeah. Oh, really? Weeks, yeah. really, really, really. He's gone oh, there. Oh, no. He's yeah, gone. Well, Riley McGree as well. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, he'll be going back in, in, in... Well, he'll be going to Charlotte when he in uh, January. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need, yeah. we need somebody to come in that position if we can't get Chong back. And, just, and a thought, just, just a thought, guys. I mean, you might shout me down here, but... Um, um, Jack Wilshire was on the radio. He's without a club, and he would be the perfect. Mm. You say fit. He says he's fit. He would be the player, pay as you play, perfect number ten for us. I'd take him tomorrow, but it's whether or not he's fit, isn't it? And even if he is fit, he's going to stay fit. That's the problem. You saw. Yeah, it's, all, it's all right, Paul, saying you're fit, but <laughs> playing in the championship Tuesday, Saturday, Thursday, you know, any yeah. night in a week, you could be playing. You could be playing yeah. two, three games in seven days. The problem with Wilshire is doing his badges, but they're all St John's ambulance badges. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr. Rome cracking the give him a job. <laughs> 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 I've got competition. I've only been away for three weeks. He stepped into his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Uh, Steve right, says um, uh, fan representatives would have been nice to have been included too. Uh, Pete Taylor says the other guy in the suit is the stand safety inspector. Nigel Mann said it's all to do with the injury situation. Edward has his boots on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Stephen oh, Bill says no, no way, no way for um, uh, Jack Wilshire. He's uh, no, injury, yeah. injury, injury prone. Yeah. It's a shame, really. What is he still only 28, 29? You know, he, he seems to be player. around for years, doesn't he, Paul? He was, he was a top, mm. top quality player, really, wasn't he? When he oh, was, it's Arsenal, uh, yeah. Uh, and for England as well. He's played, yes, good. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, we've got to go on to uh, John's 1 to 11, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we could do. Yeah, oh, crikey, it's half past. Yeah, yeah. But, John, we want to obviously, we asked you to pick the strongest 11 from the players you played with for us, which uh, before we came on here, you told us wasn't an easy job, was it? No, no, really tough, really tough, um, especially in, in one or two positions. Uh, yeah, you, you forget, uh, really, just, when I was going through some of the teams I used to play with and, and during the, the periods, you know, you, you forget so many players, really. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, but it just needs one or two name, names that triggers off so many others. Oh, blimey, I couldn't find room for so-and-so. It's, uh, no, it's really tough, really tough. Yeah, yeah. And how long did it take you to do it? 
been speaking about uh, thinking about it for the last few weeks. Um, yep. But you know, I think it's thought about in depth on Saturday and then Sunday morning. Uh, changed my mind a few times about one or two. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, it, it's fortunate to play with. Like, you know, I won't name the team yet, but um, in, in goal, you know, I started with Dave, David Seaman was, was playing when I was uh-huh. only played a handful of games with David to, um, I didn't go from in the end. Uh, I went for players who, who have probably played for a fair period of time with uh, during the 11 years I was there. Okay. So formation then to start with? 4-4-2. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> Old school. Okay. And the manager? Terry Cooper. Terry Cooper, okay. How many managers did you play with for play for for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Four, five. Uh, Ron is John Bond, Gary Pendry, Andre, uh, Dave McKay, Lou McCary, Cooper, and TF. So, Crikey. Barry Fry, Barry Fry, Barry Fry, eight, so, so eight, eight managers you played for, yeah. How long was you there? Eleven years. years. <laughs> So we, we we haven't changed much, have we, over the years? We still <laughs> hide and fight him like you know ridiculous. Yeah. 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 I reckon Harley Dean's on that many managers now, isn't it? Must be on that. Okay, John. Sorry, yeah, I'll digress. So yeah, so four four two managers Terry Cooper, far away. Yeah, so I'll start with Terry. Just a, an absolute top man. Um, sadly, passed away recently. Um, yeah, yeah, but... a great guy. Um, he came in. Really, I say I've explained at the start um, the circumstances when he took over when we was on our pre-season tour of Ireland. Um, club was in a bit of a mess as it had been for a little while, to be honest. Uh, everyone was, I think, was hoping that Lou would carry on um, at the time. Big disappointment when he when he went to Stoke instead. Um, but Terry sort of stabilised things certainly on the pitch anyway. Um, great to play with, really si- simple, you know. Didn't try to give you too much information. Trusted his players. Um, and personally, he had a lot of faith in me. And I think I probably played my best football for the Blues under Terry, to be honest, those couple of years. Yeah. Um, made me yeah. captain as well. Um, just an all-round top guy and uh, so much respect for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you want me to start the keeper? Yeah. Yeah, far away. So, um, Ian Bennett in goal. Um, yeah. yeah. So, had a few. Martin Thomas um, was a, you know, a really good keeper. Um, yep. during the early 90s as well uh, so David Seaman but Ben I was so reliable for such a long time um, really good shot stopper uh, funny lad uh, came from the north um, which was a bit of a surprise you know, any Barry signings tend to be south of Watford to be honest so he, occasionally he went <laughs> further further field uh, but a, a fantastic servant for, for Ben so consistent uh, yeah you know, he, he, top performing keeper who you want didn't make too many mistakes you know solid Seven, eight, 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 ten every week. Uh, good lad as well, Ian. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Makes amazing noises. Makes an incredible bird noise as well. Noise, yeah. He did it where we had him on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> random, <laughs> random. You're right, you think it was one at your window? <laughs> 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 he didn't do that noise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was he the funniest as well, John, would you say, amongst that sort of group of players? Was he the one who sort of got the lads laughing the most? We had a few. I mean, Jono, Michael Johnson, never, yeah. never showed up. Jono, always, always going on. Uh, <laughs> that's some funny lads. The funniest player I've ever come across was uh, Harry Roberts, Brian Roberts. Oh, yeah. So quick, so clever. 
again, really nice lad. But you know, in dressing room it can be a, a pretty brutal place when the, when the banter's flying, and mm. so you either sometimes you'll suck it up, and you sometimes you try and deflect it, and you'd never ever try to deflect it onto Harry because he'd just kill you. He wrote, he wrote a book. I don't know if everyone's ever read it. Harry's game. Oh, Harry's game. Yeah. Harry's game. Yeah. 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 Really, really is a good read. Um, clever lad. Um, um, yeah. Funny, funny man. Oh. Okay, right. right back. Right back. Uh, this was tough because uh, sentimentally, I want to pick me on Mucker Clarkey. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, I've known him for a long time. Um, real good servant to Birmingham. Um, captain as well. Uh, Lane and Daff, first half. Again, as I said, watched the game back in lockdown. Forgot how well he even played first half. You know, got down the right so many times. You know, they, 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 Tranmere played a, quite a narrow uh, midfield in the first half. Gave Ian lots of space and he really exploited that um, constant source of threat for us. Uh, but in the end, I went for uh, Kevin Ashley. Um, played with Kevin since come through the ranks and played with him and against Kevin since I was about 12, 13. He went to, to Wheeler's Lane School. Uh, I was at Arch Hills and I got screen. We played against each other, played for the same district. Played against his Sunday side. He played with us on the Sunday. Um, came through the youth team together. Just a, I thought Kev was just a class player, really was, mm. really quick, comfortable on the ball, uh, you know, aggressive, um, read the game well. Um, I saw him on your show, actually, and I think quite a big regret, wasn't it, when he left and went to Wolves and just mm. didn't work out for him. Um, yeah. yeah, some players, yeah, just... Uh, hindsight's a fantastic thing. Um, I love... Kev was quite a homebird sort of kid as well, really. Um, he liked his home comforts uh, at the time. I think being at Birmingham really, really suited him. Um, mm. Did he go for half a million in the end? Um, mm. it was a yeah, few, around, yeah, yeah. There's a few other clubs around interesting at the time as well. But he was just a just a quality player. I mean, Scott Harley was a similar player. Um, I don't think he was as good as Kevin Tuan, but a similar mm. sort of player, good in the ball, good distribution. Yeah, um, yeah so that, that was a tough one, right back. I've got to say, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Left back, uh, Julian Dix. Um, Julian, when I was first year apprentice, Julian was second year apprentice. Julian was from Bristol and he come down to the club when he was about 13, 14 and they, they fought really hard of him and you could tell they put a lot of investment in They put him in digs. I think he's on Tennyson Road in Small Leaf he was for a good few years. Mm. Um, just a, as sweet as a left foot as you ever see, hard as nails, uh, so self-confident in his ability. Uh, aggressive, as everyone knows what he was, what he was like as a player. Um, got forward, you know, overlapped. Just a, a really good player. And, you know, um, his train ethic as well. You, you go to train, you turn up at training half nine, quarter to ten. Maybe on the training pitch already. Uh, just smashing the ball. Didn't do any warm I don't know how he didn't pull anything. He just get a bag of balls and just, you know, have them and smash them in the top corner. Uh, yeah. He was always destined for, for big things, I think, Julian, to be honest. And he did, you know, Liverpool, West Ham. Mm-hmm. So. West he, nearly Ham yeah, bust, yeah. he nearly bust the net and the goalpost, wouldn't he, with his penalties when he took them? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. such a sweet strike. You know, yeah, yeah. Pure strike, he really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that was quite an easy one for left back. I mean, Pat Van den Hau was there, but that was more when I was about 15, 16, really, rather than actually played with Pat, to be honest. Uh, he was a decent player, Pat. And before that, Mark Dennis was quality, but, you know. Mm. Uh, but Julian, for that time when I was there, yeah. Yeah. Centre halves, um, gone for Vince Overson. Um, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, solid player for that period. Um, we were really struggling. Um, late 80s, 
in particularly early 90s. Um, uh, Vince came in, you know, captain the side for a period as well. Uh, again, just solid, you know, old-fashioned old centre-half. Anything in the air, he's going to dominate. And the only player I really saw dominate uh, Vince was, was Gary Thompson. Um, we played against them uh, at our place and we lost 2-1. And it, it, Tom, I worked with Tom at Northampton later on. He was just a you know, fantastic player. And he's the only real player I see give Vince a, a real hard time. Um, but Vince was a, a leader off the pitch as well. Um, not just on it, he had organised the lads, you know, nights out and, and what have you. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of time for Vince and just, a, again, another, another real liable Reliable performer in a, in a tough period for the, for the club, really. Yeah, I had the uh, I had the old influence shell suit as well. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Disgusting! <laughs> Disgusting! <laughs> as good as the um, we had the Christmas <laughs> presents the one year from the Kumars. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. We had a, <laughs> an actual Christmas. You're not party. even from the ball. <laughs> no, you, you open it up and it was like a silk shirt from Mark One, like all different. Oh yes, yes, oh. Mark One. Up the ramp, up the ramp at the ball ring. Yeah, yeah. Mark One. Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. <laughs> Worth about a quid. Uh, yeah. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's got it. Got it on under that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just about getting over the top of the head now, Mark. <laughs> yeah. uh. Sorry, John. Anyway, yeah. So, other centre half with Vince. Yeah, Liam Dash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just again, another leader, Dashie. Really, um, yeah. Ultra competitive. Could be a miserable side, really. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know I did, but, uh, but he was. Yeah. Sometimes, if you think, oh come on, man, just not looking at it, but uh, he's a real, a real leader. Uh, yeah. On the pitch, quite fierce, like and. Uh, scored some important goals for us as well. Um, I mean, in the, in the League Cup, we had that good run. We got to the semi-finals, uh, lost to Leeds. Scored yeah. a cracking header against Norwich. Um, um, yeah, that's that's middle, yeah, mm. yeah. Did you take that corner that he headed in? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that run was a fantastic cup run. We, um, beat it was, yeah. Uh, Norwich, Blackburn. Um, and then come up against a good lead side in the semi final, unfortunately. Um, Mid- Middlesbrough, yeah. Middlesbrough on the way, yeah. Didn't super Kev, didn't he? With that fantastic uh, 20 yarder, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, yeah. And that that atmosphere against Blackburn, um, at home was just unbelievable. Yeah, one of the best atmospheres I played, and you know, it was absolutely you know, rocking, really was stadium that way, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you're just talking about Liam Dash. I mean, w- w- when we had him on, I, I, I was thinking. Is this going to be hard or what? <laughs> but but he what was he was he not brilliant lads? Yeah, he was absolutely fantastic. I think we just caught him on a good day. He gave us a fantastic. Uh, he gave us a fantastic thing for auction as well, didn't he? With his shirt mm. from uh, the red. Yeah, 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 yeah. The last season. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, fantastic. Uh, so that's a good back four, John, and a good goalkeeper there. Um, yeah. Um Wanna go next. Go centre midfield now. Um spoke about improves, Mark Ward. Um oh. just a, a class above anything I'd played at Blues before he came. Um obviously some good players came afterwards, but uh, he was just you know, playing in the old division, what is it now? Division one. Yeah. Um, you know, he's how he should have been playing in the, in the in the top level still. How we got him, I don't know to be honest. Um, yeah. Just quality. Um really was. Dictate play. Yeah, just to, yeah, and, uh, and 
you know, he's had his issues since, but he, you know, I've always found him a good lad. You know, he's very, yeah, yeah, we've had him on as well. Great bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah lovely bloke. Yeah. yeah, a lot of these lads like Benno, Daishi, um, Mark as well. It's my testimonial year. They did an awful lot for me. Came to lots of functions. Yeah, they couldn't do enough. Uh, uh, it's really, really appreciated. Um, next to Mark, I've gone for. I don't know. If people might think it's slightly, slightly odd choice, but Des Bremner. Um, when he came to us, he's, he's probably his best days were behind him. Um, yeah, but he was the best professional I ever worked with. Um, as in the way he applied himself, the way he, in, in training, the way the way he lived. Never seen anyone run in a game like Des. He'd come off the pitch afterwards and he just, yeah, absolutely spent, he couldn't give anything else. Um, terrific guy, um, a leader as well. Another leader who the lads looked up, you know, he, he wasn't probably as demonstrative as, as Liam uh, and Vince, um, but he, he led in a different way, uh, to be honest, pure by example, the way, the way he played. Um, as I say, you know, not not flashy, but just box to box, and every week, you know, what sort of, you're going to get from Des. Um, <coughs> you know, I'd make Des my, my captain as well. He weren't there long, was he, uh, John? He, he wasn't. He was there um, a couple of seasons when I was there, but I think a couple of seasons before was it? I'm not. I'm, I'm right. Okay. I think he was there for a while. Actually. I think he played about the same amount of games for Blues as he did for Villa. Really? Yeah. Who said that? Okay. Who said that word? Yeah. Who said yeah. that word? Oh, Sorry. That's, that's a £20 fine has gone off. <laughs> 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 What's your man to know who said that word? Nobody's saying anything. Wide right. Wide right. I've gone for um, Ian Rogerson. This was a bit of a tough one. Because, again, got a uh, soft spot for Hoppy. Uh, Hoppy's first spell, uh, you know, probably when I was like 15, 16, 17, come to the club. Uh, he was part of that team. Um, so you, that was a, that's a team when he was an apprentice. You'd, you'd knock on the change room door before you went in. You just didn't go in. You'd, you had a lot of respect and, and fear as well, to be honest. <laughs> put the kids out and, yes, sir, do you want a cup of tea? How much years do you want? You know? um, and that's, that really did stand you in good stead. And, you know, I digress a little bit. But, you know, you put kids these days, sort of thing, it's under 18 on thousands of pounds contracts. Uh, mm. Uh, you, you just really appreciate when you do make it to pro to go through those those days where you, you, know, you have to look after the first team, you have to look after reserves. You know, it really stand me in good stead anyway. Um, so, but I went for Ian Rogerson in the end. Um, Ian had a couple of fantastic seasons for us. Uh, always a goal threat, Ian. He, not the quickest, but he always seemed to, you know, one on one with his fullback, always seemed to beat him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that promotion year when, when we got promotion on the Coops. I think he, him and Nigel Gleghorn on the other side were quite pivotal. Mm. Uh, really creative player, and again, went to, went to Sunderland, and you know, I thought he'd you know, go on and you know, play at a real high level again, but unfortunately, he had a real bad injury shortly after going to Sunderland. Um, and a smashing lad, um, me, uh, me, Dodge and, and Clarkie, we'd spent a lot of time together, and we uh, had some good nights out, even in Hereford from where Dodge was. You know, That's to shut the gates. Yeah. Yeah, the is uh, that is a... Uh, a good lad, some good memories there too. We've had, we've had him on as well, John. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, yeah, have you really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, was telling us, he, was telling, he was telling us about the field where they where you used to train with all the dog mess on. Oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dodge had the most nicknames of any football I've ever known. To be honest, yeah, um, yeah, Wiggy because he, I don't know he's there. Cut your sink. Wiggy. He uh, <laughs> liked to curry, so um, Clifford as well. He's breathing it all smell the best. He had about hundred nicknames. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, great lad. Um, on the left, just alluded, alluded to it, uh, Nigel Glebon. Yeah, one of, my, one of my favourite players back then, one of anyway. Yeah. Always at the far post, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 just a, a dream. As a, as a left back, it was a dream to have in front of you. Um, yeah. He worked his socks off in, in front of you, helping you out. Always wanted the ball. Uh, again, not quick, nice, but he always managed to get half a yard and, and put put the ball in. Um, yeah. Got a lot of goals as well um, for someone playing from a wide position. A lot of them set pieces. We had, Coops used to work a lot of set pieces and uh, we were really successful. It was like a, we used to do it week in, week out, and no one seems to be able to sort it out. I'd, I'd take it and Trevor Matheson or Vince get a near post flick and leg around the back post, score so many goals. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I must say, Louis, was Louis Dunwer in your thoughts as well? I guess Louis was um, a good player, Louis, but not as consistent as the other guys. I don't think uh, on his day uh, he's unplayable, Louis. Um, oh yeah. But there was days where he, you know you have to open the, the gates because you just keep going, Louis. And he, you know, <laughs> yeah, he was fast. The ball in, but yeah, smashing lad, Louis as well. Um, yeah, we had a good squad that you know, that, that that promotion year under Terry. Uh, yeah. Part, but. Yeah, Gleggy was was a good player. He, oh, yeah, Gleggy. Very underrated, I think. Very underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, up front was tough. Um, I think one was a shoeing, um, and that was um, Stevie Claridge. Yeah, great player. Yeah. yeah. What, what, was what was he? Sixty grand from Cambridge, was it? Is that right? Cambridge, yeah. 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 Yeah, he'd, uh, he'd, he'd give you a good evening, Stevie. Yeah. He's got he'll have some stories for you. He's uh, he's led a bit of a life. He's a <laughs> great bloke. Um, yeah. The worst trainer I've ever come across is is you know I used to love training and you know you really work hard and come off and you're, you're shattered and you play yourself in the same way as your games and you see the way Steve plays the way he played. Yeah. He never stopped. Never stopped. Always on the move. Running channels, running in behind, you know, closing down, you know, scoring his goals. Training, he was just, he'd turn up, he'd train at 10 o'clock, half 10, he'd turn up a minute before, um, finish training, no show, in his car, off he'd go. <laughs> the, only, the only bit of training he liked when we did a bit of running, you know, we did any sort of uh, distance running and he'd, he'd be miles in front of the lads. Yeah. He used to shake it. Did he, did he... Sorry, sorry, John. I, I think I read in his book. Did he sell um, cabbages or something from fruit and stuff? <laughs> and stuff? I remember. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he a fruit and veg man? Wasn't he? I think. Fortune up the road then outside their stadium from to throw. Oh, them oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember seeing seeing a, a trailer of him driving off in in some old jalopy ever. I think the Ford Cortina Mark II. I think he was. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the other players had nice cars. I, I just remember his socks around his ankles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think Barry Fry called him Cleggy, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was yeah. a cracking player. He was really good. He was a good yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And alongside him, uh, again, tough. What this was a quite a tough one. Um, I think about Simon's stories because Simon was very consistent for a long period of time for for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, good player. Uh, could run behind. Liked it to feet. Uh, you know, he, he wasn't the tallest, but he, you know, could handle himself. Um, but he ended. I went for a Steve Whitten. Oh, great player again! Mm. Yeah, um, <coughs> really, really talented player. Mm. Uh, play wide right. Could play up front. 
again, what a, what a pure strike of the ball. Yeah. yeah. Great good strike. Hold the ball in, good in the air. Uh, yeah, really good player. Um, and he could show you a good nice out, Steve, as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a team that is, eh? Really good team. Super, and, uh, yeah. Fantastic team. Really. We're into yeah. the last 15. If you haven't got anything, Nick, I have. Yes. Want... Oh, go on. Uh, well, uh, well, I was going to go fruit and veg because of the link. But... <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, we've probably say, done that. We've probably done that. Going going up, up again. I was going to say anything that you might see in a shoe shop to do with football. <laughs> in a shoe shop, yeah, a shoe shop. Okay. Anything you see in a shoe shop? John, we football. do this every week. Last fifteen. So anything to do with a shoe shop that you'd see to do with football? Play for Northampton, mm. the cobbler. There you go. Uh, there, there you go. go. Straight away. See, John's, John's on the ball. John's on the ball straight away. Yeah. And John, just as a bit of fun, somebody else has put this up uh, regarding your team. What kid would John? What kit would John's team playing? Let's say you've got to make them play in a kit. <laughs> Not that one with the Ichiko Vickers collar, though. Got to make them play in a kit. Oh, yeah. Punishment. Yeah. Punishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was the Q market. Oh my God! It was shocking when it was absolutely awful. <laughs> Talking of, kits, talking of kits, John, have you kept any of your blue shirts? I've kept one or two. Got me um, Landon Duff one. Um, mm. um, I'll be honest, I might have wanted to in the loft. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I'm not uh, you know, lucky enough to want to know one one or two medals. I know where they are. But, uh, yeah. Kids. I have got one or two. I'm pretty sure I have. Um, but my, my last game for blues, for blues uh, ever there when I was there was um, a reserve game at um, Hensford Town on a wet and Tuesday, windy Tuesday night, trying to get Severton reserves. Um, ah. So didn't really have a chance to get the kick because I was off the next day. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a massive send off to be honest. It was like there you go. Here we go. A few people saying Barry Stewhorn. Yeah, it's a good one. I've got one, Jimmy Lace, instead of Jimmy Case. Yeah. I've just thought of one. Mm-hmm. Heel Etheridge. Mm-hmm. Heel Etheridge. Like it. Heel Etheridge. Nike, Nike Taylor. I'm not uh, crying yet. I'm not crying yet. Lee, Lee Clarks. Soul. Ooh, like that one. Yeah. Soul, Soul Campbell. Soul Campbell. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. Wayne Clarks. There's a few of those. <laughs> Barry Lace Soul. I'm glad he said lacehole. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready then. I think uh, the rest of the world is glad he said lacehole. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Lofa Matthias. Oh, Gary, like Sh- Gary Sheen. Who you know, you let you know, Paul, you're cutting half your head off, mate. <laughs> no, don't tell him. Not <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> better. <laughs> no, put it back. I always cut off my head off that close to the screen. <laughs> uh, Trevor John Smith says, I love John Frayne. I had a great night with him in Exiles, Five Ways Island. Player of the season, me Barry Fry and all the players. That's from uh, Trevor John Smith. Exiles, bloody hell. That was, that was uh, the old nightclub, wasn't it, on the corner there? It's uh, <coughs> yeah, Five Ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was opposite, yeah, five um, ways. It was opposite the old Ritzy, that was, weren't it? And... Um, what else was it called? That place. That, going back further, it was a Locarno, wasn't it? And ah, um, Locarno was Grab a Granny, wasn't it? I don't know. Before my time. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
imagine how old my grannies would have been. <laughs> no no comments. <laughs> well, I've got to say as well, on Saturday, the pre-match tunes were the best I've ever heard at St Andrews. The DJ was playing some cracking tunes. I don't know who he was or whose thought process it was, but I want to say well done because it was exactly my sort of music. He was playing house. They are playing house music. Like really? Dance tunes, yeah. Yeah, lots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like in the mix as well. They were like one after the other in the mix as well. It's like we had a DJ in the ground, but we didn't. Yeah, that, yeah that's, uh, that's, it's Richard, I think he does that. Yeah. Mm. Do you get to go down the blues much, John? I was going down a fair bit before before lockdown. Um, mm. Saw quite a lot of football under Gary Monk down there. Um, yeah. Saw a bit before, um, the guy's a mess before, was it? Cottrell mm. and... Um, yeah. Yeah. Solar. I went to the, the Burton game. Uh, solar? Did you say solar? <laughs> solar. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, solar? Should we get one in the mix? Oh, yeah. Well done. A bit on the Gary Wright as well. But I thought Gary Monk, on the, I, don't, I know there's things going on off the pitch as well, um, but I thought he, he had a decent side and mm. pretty good team spirit together. Yeah. yeah. Then I saw a bit on the Pep, uh, which things went turned the other way a little bit as well. <coughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it seems oh, got another, got another one. I got Paul in soul. John, you um, it was muted that uh, you know you was due to go to Sunderland. It was quite close for about three hundred and fifty thousand. Um, is that true? Because it or was it paper talk? Was you quite close to Sunderland? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Training at the, the we was trying to Tudor Grange at the time, and, and Tuesday morning, Coops pulled me uh, just after training and said. Um, we are really struggling money-wise. Um, so the club is on its knees and we've had a bid and Samesh has accepted it and it's 350. He said, basically, you, you, you sort of have to go. Um, it's obviously, you, you don't have to, it's your decision today, but we, yeah, the, the club's situation is quite perilous. So uh, me and my, my girlfriend, now wife, we got the train up to Newcastle that night. Um, Malcolm Crosby was some of the manager. Uh, Bobby Ferguson, the old Blues, number two. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was there. Um, and we agreed terms. Um, wife went back to to Birmingham on, on the train. And I trained on this Friday morning and left the training around half 11 to try to sign. It was a day you had to sign before 12 o'clock to play on the Saturday. Yeah. Went to the ground and Bobby Ferguson's come down. I was waiting that side. So it's been a bit of a hitch to them. Go and get yourself a shower and you know, we'll sort it out. You won't, you won't be playing Saturday, but we've got a game Tuesday. So, hanging around the changing room, it's like two, three hours later, and Malcolm Crosby's come down and said, uh, He said, Your chairman is really, really doing his best to, to rubbish this deal up, to be honest. He said, he's, He wants an extra 100 grand. He said, We agreed the fee, now he wants 450. And uh, so, our chairman at the moment he said, He just doesn't want to speak to him, no mind deal with him. So, we got a board meeting after the game tomorrow and I'll give you a call back at six o'clock. So get the train back. So I've got the train back and uh, Saturday night, Malcolm phoned me and I said, I'm really sorry, but uh, he said, if, if you were available a hundred grand, he wouldn't sign it. So it's not, nothing to do with you. He said, just doesn't want to deal with um, the Kumars. Wow. Ask me if I'm too surprised. I have my own personal little running with him as well. Don't worry. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. The yeah. night I slept out to get me Leyland Daft I slept outside St Andrews to get me Leyland Daft Cup final tickets. All right, yeah. season ticket holder. My son was a season ticket holder. Yeah, huh? oh, I did as well. And they'd sold the allocation already. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to I'm going to read a few more out, Nick, and then you can um, you can close the show off. It's uh, Oberfemi Doc Martins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> It was that, it was that Chris. <laughs> That's from Ray Abro. Uh, this is a good one as well. Kevin Phillips Flops. I was going to go thinking of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is Richard Gold. Richard Golden is the DJ. Um, yeah. yeah. Fair yeah, play. Doing a great job. Uh, oh, hang on. I've lost it now. So hang on. Here we go. So, uh, Mike Newell, Nicky Pumps, <laughs> Ivan Tony High Boots, Mark Sale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sunji Knee High. Plep Clog. Plep Cloggette. Yeah. John, John Trainers. Ian Clarkson. Ian Whitefoot. <laughs> Paul Scholes. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very clever. Mark Croxley. Croc, yeah. Mark Veruca. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh, God, great. That's gross. <laughs> Scott Brogan. Yeah. Richard Sneakers. Oh, oh yeah, I, like I do like that one. He always does. He played score against us, he did, didn't he? Yes, yes. Who's, who's coming with that one, Chris? Who coming with that one? Richard Sneakers, another one from Ray Arbro. He's on oh, fire. Oh, my God. He's, he's got, he, must have a, he must have a, I don't know, a, a, a shoe shop dictionary there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's your lot for tonight. Nick, over to you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on this week of remembrance, we will give time to reflect on all those that have been lost in conflicts, in acts of terrorism, up and down this country and abroad, who have served in our military, guarding, looking after in our country. This week is a is a difficult week in our house, and I must I must say that I must stress that it's a difficult week in our house. Um, and you know, COVID decimated all the plans that we had. Uh, for raising all the money. But you know what, guys? You still came up with the goods. I've still got a £1,000 here, Chris, in my till. The second I can come over to you, mate, uh, there's over a 1000 in, in, in the in the, till, uh, in the safe here. Um, and that will go in towards the PTSD charity. Tonight we've been joined by some absolute superstars. Uh, only thing is, I can't remember the, the lads' names, so before you <laughs> mapped out the out. Yeah, so we've had, we've had Dean Maddams on Fancab tonight. So thanks for joining us, Dean. Thank you, guys. Thanks no, a lot. Nothing, Dean, nothing to do with you. I haven't got my glasses on, mate. I can't read what your name says. But I, <laughs> I, have to, I, have to, I have to take them off because when I put them on, look, uh, my lighting department behind me creates. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've had makeup in for an hour tonight as well, ladies and gentlemen, before I come on. So thanks, Mark. All the best, mate. Nice Thank to see you again. Nice to be yeah, talking again, again, mate. Yeah, crikey, man. Uh, don't want, I don't want to go through that again, mate. I promise you. I promise no, you. no. Be on, mate, Paul Hipkiss. Thank you very much, sir. Pleasure as always. Keep right on. And uh, the gentleman from down south. Alan. <laughs> Alan, 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 I'm Chris. Nick, I'm, it's, I'm, nice, it's nice to see you back. Thanks for that I'm, wonderful... Thank you. Yeah. God bless you, mate. Have a, I've have only a been here for 11 years. Um, all the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 11 years. <laughs> that's, mad, isn't it? That's, that's over... A sixth of my life, Chris, because my birthday is on yeah. Christmas Day. Is it? Sixty. Sixty this year. Right, from the one and only Mrs. Brown. Good evening. Uh, from myself, good night, God bless, take care, ladies and gentlemen. Show some respect this weekend. Go and do your minute silence, etc., etc., etc. And uh, thank you, Birmingham City, for yet again an amazingly wonderful 
minute silence at St Andrews. You know, when everybody was clapping, I started watching the video that my brother took, and everybody was clapping. I thought, no, no, this isn't right. It should be quiet. And then all of a sudden, the place fell beautifully, wonderfully, and respectfully silent. Thank you so very much, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to say goodnight tonight to the one and only ex-Blues player, extraordinary guy, wonderful servant to our football club. The one and only Caroline Frey. <laughs> John Frey, ladies and gentlemen. John Frey. Johnny Frey. Johnny Frey. Johnny Frey. Johnny Frey. The last Cheers, words are from you, John. The last words are from John. Go on then, quickly. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it. Thanks very much. Bless you, bless you, John. Take care and, and all the best in everything you do, my friend. Take care and thank you so much for all those wonderful memories. Yes, thank you. Bless you. Hello, England.